How's that looking to you? Pretty good, I think. Look at that. You can see your face in those shoes now. But shining. Yeah, but these are suede. Will not be presented at this time. You want me to shine your other shoe, too? So we may bring you this special podcast. How about your socks? No, thanks. Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt our program of dance music to bring you a special bulletin from the Intercontinental Radio News. It's time for Peculiar Podcast, hosted by Pat Cashman. Gorgeous to look at. And Lisa Foster. She's dangerous. See, you're off. Ready or not, it's Pat and Lisa. <laughs> can you dig it? Yeah, yeah, I can dig it. Yeah. It's love and time. This woman was a big musical star who just passed away at the age of 92. Jane Powell was her name. Uh, And I guess one of her big hits uh, in the movie Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. Did you ever see that musical? I think I did. That's an oldie from, isn't that from the 60s, 50s? Hey, I don't know. I think so, yeah. Yeah. It's it's basically, uh, it's based on a Seattle story of how all these roustabouts in Seattle. They need women. They don't have any wives, no women. And so they bring them... story as old as time. Going courting, going courting. Oh, it sets your senses in a whirl. Going courting, going courting. Dooting up to go and see a girl. Oh, it's fun to hunt and shoot a gun. Or to catch a rabbit on the run. But you'll find it's twice as sporting. Going courting. Remember the TV show Here Come the Brides? Yes, I do yeah, remember that one. Is that what kind of kind of predicated on the same story? Yeah. I guess. Well, anyway, this woman Jane Powell. Um, the only reason I well, she's passed away. That's too bad. She was ninety-two, but I went to college and her daughter was going to school at the same time. This is at the University of Portland. In 1901, Portland Archbishop Alexander Christie set out to build a school that would offer opportunities for higher education unequaled by any other on the Pacific Coast. University of Portland. And so I I knew her daughter slightly because I had her in a couple classes, but her mother was Jane Powell, and she would come to visit the campus once in a while. And of course, uh, you know, most kids, they don't know who the hell she was even then. She was, you know, Mm -hmm. retired, but but me, being the nerd that I am, I thought it was very cool. Yeah. And so uh, I'd always... uh, Get excited when I heard she was coming to the campus. Yeah, she was ninety-two. Did you ever get then, her? Uh, did you ever get her autograph? Oh no, oh. heavens no, no. I the way I look at it, if 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 you don't want my autograph, I don't want yours. What? And, that, and and I told her that. What yeah. century did you go to college? <laughs> just uh, I'm just curious. It was the nineteenth century. Okay, because well, it was the last century. It was the twentieth century. So, but yes. but back in your day. <laughs> Yeah. Which is not my yeah. day. But back in your day, didn't you guys have like autograph books? Like I remember autograph no. books were a thing and you'd just flip a page and then you'd have a whole book full of famous people autographs. So you'd never had autograph book. No, but I have a few autographs. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, like Steve Allen. Do you remember oh, him? yeah. A lady in Atlanta sends this answer. You can't get blood out of a turnip. The question, why are turnips lousy for transfusions? <laughs> A gentleman from Philadelphia writes us this answer. 
by tying a key to a kite. The question, how did Benjamin Franklin sneak out of the house? <laughs> Our next answer is a very brief one. Thor, Thor, the question, how do you feel after sitting all day on a saddle horse? <laughs> That's yeah, a cool man. autograph to have. Yeah, that's a good one. And I got uh, one from Mel Torme uh, as well, one of my favorite old-timey singers. Yeah. I'm coming home, baby, now. I'm coming home now, right away. I'm coming home, baby, now. I'm sorry now I ever went away. Every night and day I go and stay. But here's the thing with my autographs. Um, I have your autographs. My point is, Lisa, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but my point is that I never had the, uh, I I was always too shy to get the autograph myself, so I'd put other people up to it. Oh. (laughs) Yeah. So the autographs I have are not first-person autographs. I have baseball players uh, on baseballs, but but somebody else acquired them for me. I have. Which is kind of lame. I have a baseball that you gave me for my birthday a while back, which makes, still makes me laugh, and I have it on my bookcase. I don't know if you saw it displayed proudly when you came up to my house for my birthday I don't party. remember seeing it. Is it the one that's signed by all kinds <laughs> of people who couldn't possibly have signed the baseball because they all live in different time periods? Yes, Mother Teresa's yeah. on there. Uh, uh, Michelangelo, yes, I think. I believe uh, you have that one. You, Pliny the Elder. Have, uh, um, Zoroaster. Yeah, people <laughs> like yeah. And you do have it yours just, on there. Your name's on there, too, which is very funny. Jesus, just, Jesus uh, of Nazareth. Me to think of, Jesus of Nazareth why, is on there. Why would these... <laughs> These, these important people in history take the time to sign a baseball. Rem, it just made me Rembrandt. laugh. Yeah, it's very funny. Yeah, and Rembrandt. I and Thanks. I turn it. Oh, I turn it because there's so it's on all different sides. So depending on my mood, I'll just turn whatever one I want to be. I've given those up. kind of baseballs to various people, and <laughs> and I don't think I did it on your baseball. But one time I wrote John Hancock on there. <laughs> But I made it really teeny. You have to really look closely to see it. That's very funny. I like that. Very stupid. That was a, one of my favorite um, birthday presents. Well, thank. Oh, good. Yeah, That's oh, good. Yeah, well, that you keep it on the shelf is, oh, means yes. a lot. Oh yes, it's on display. Another another passing to note: eighty-four-year-old Art Matrano. Do you remember Art Matrano? Not only do I not remember him, I've never heard that name. Who is that? Well. I, and I don't have the information in front of me, so I'll have to kind of make it well, up I'll here. I'll try but to find it while basically, you're telling me who he is. Basically, he became famous because he was this sort of lame, would-be magician. That was <laughs> one of his acts, anyway. So he'd try to do magic tricks, but he'd, he'd and he'd he'd make the he'd do the music himself. So he'd go da 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 you know, and it'd be silly little tricks. Would you welcome, please, the amazing Art Matrano? Make circles with both of his hands, <laughs> like like the OK sign, and then he put his hands behind his back and come bring them, and then they'd be connected. They'd be I get it. Or maybe it was yeah. the other way around. I get I don't it. Know. I totally get anyway, it. Anyway, he was. I think he was on the Gong Show a lot. And 
It looks like he but was he on. Uh, he he was on Police Academy. <laughs> Remember the Police oh, yeah, Academy yeah. movies? That's, I'm just seeing that now. I'm looking that up. So yeah, he had a career. Yeah, he and, did. And uh, he fell off a ladder one time, uh, not on purpose, but he mess, messed himself up pretty good. So he was never quite able to perform uh, the, in the same way again. But hmm. but he, uh, you know, he made a living at it. He was all over TV for a period of time. Yeah, I guess he was on Happy Days, and uh, he played Chachi's uncle, Rico Mastorelli oh. was his name there oh. uh, on that show. Oh, for gosh but, sakes. Yeah, How about that? 84, yeah. 84 years Art Matrano. And then, of course, uh, I'm burying the lead here because one of my personal heroes inexplicably departed at the age of 61. Yeah. The wonderful stand-up comedian, Norm MacDonald. Uh, I was in uh, Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. I met a good old boy down there. And he said, uh, have you ever... He said, you know Andy Richter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he did? Yeah. You met a guy in Georgia and he said, you know Andy Richter? Oh, yeah. You do guys do well there. Oh. And he said, uh, I said, yeah. He said, have you ever heard an Andy Richter joke? I said, no. He said, well, most of it's based on him being a Swedish German. <laughs> And then he told me an Andy Richter joke. And really? I, but I didn't know a Swedish German. I thought it was all nonsense. Yeah, well, now this lines up perfectly. Yeah. Let me ask you something, because it sort of relates to the first... Wait, don't you want to hear the joke? <laughs> no. Love him. And I took that so hard. I took it like a death in the family. I, it's so funny because I, there's probably not a day that goes by that I don't uh, look at a YouTube video of him doing some bit on the Conan show or somewhere. Yeah. Uh, it's almost like a regular ritual for me every day. He passed away at the age of 61. Apparently, he had had cancer for the better part yeah. of a decade. And never told and anyone. Never told anyone. And I don't know how you keep secrets like that in this day of social media. Uh, you would think some nurse in some hospital would say, hey, you know who was in here? Norm MacDonald, and he's he's got cancer, and then the word would spread. But somehow, he kept it from his friends. A shirt-tail relative of mine, uh, who's married to a cousin of mine, is, was also a stand-up comic, and he said that Norm came and lived with he and his wife when Norm first moved to Los Angeles in the 80s. And uh, he has just some wonderful stories about Norm, and, and he considered him a comedic genius. But he said uh, we would talk like every week, and he, but he never knew about the illness, even a, even a close friend like that. Yeah. Rationale was he didn't want people to feel See, sorry for him. See, that's what I, I know, and I when I was thinking about this this week and I was thinking about you and I I, I don't know why I said th- I said that's what Pat will do. It's exactly what Pat will do. He will keep it from everybody because oh no, you're wrong. I want people to feel sorry for me. <laughs> no, I just feel like that's something you would do, and I kind of feel like that's something I would do too. Because I don't want to bot. I don't want to, and I know you're going to laugh at this. Burden I don't want to burden with... people. I don't want to. I don't want them to wring their hands because of my situation. Um, I, that I just don't want to be that sort of person that, you know, and and not that you would tell people that you have an illness just to get to, to, to get them to feel sorry for you, but they just, they would anyway. And I just, I feel like I might hide it too. I don't know. Are you hiding anything from me? I, I don't think okay. so. I, I just, I think it's consistent with... Hey, I know. And we'll get back to this in a second. But did you get my birthday present and my birthday card that I sent you? Oh, yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> um, I might have to leave the room for a minute to go get it. Okay. Well, I like Celebra. We've had this discussion before and I want to get back to Norm MacDonald, but you, I, your your birthday is not for you, Mister. It's for every. It's for everyone else. 
But it's not an accomplishment to have a birthday. Well, it's not meant to be. It's not something be. that somebody should say, Hey, man, way to go. Kudos on you. Well, what an achievement. Well, when you get to a certain age, it is, I would argue. Well, it, well <laughs> it's still nothing you have control over. Still. I mean, when it's time to keel over, you just do. Knock, knock, knock. Can you fill time? Can you fill about fifteen seconds? 15, oh, okay, yeah. Um, okay, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go get the gift you, know, you gave me. Because yeah. even though people can't see it, they'll they'll hear yeah. it. it. It's yeah, okay. great. I'm gonna go <laughs> okay. get it. It's good. I just I wish I had right my shoes or something. I could fill the time. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, I could tell a joke. No, that's Pat's deal. That's his deal to do the joke. And the joke doesn't even happen in the middle of the podcast. The joke happens at the end of the podcast. So I couldn't do that. I know I'm my tap shoes right here. Uh, oh, 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 I could sing. Perhaps I could sing a song. Uh, what song, though? I just, um, a song. Do I know any songs? I know Happy Birthday. Uh, I know, uh, God, is that the only song I know? I must know more songs than that. Dang, what am I going to do? I think I could have just edited this out. No, I did. I filled. Don't worry. It's all good. That would take too much work. I filled. Okay. Don't worry. I got it filled. Uh, This is called... (laughs) It's called Pull My Finger POTUS. (laughs) Now, now, I've thought about this. People give me stuff like this. (laughs) And I would like to think that I am like a... Noel Coward or some sort of eminent, wise and yes, witty person. And you are, which is uh, the hilarious part of why these sorts of gifts appeal to you so much. Why? Why do? Why do they appeal to me? They I shouldn't. Have no idea. They're they're crass. Yep. They're lowest common denominator. Yep. They're embarrassingly, yep. but yet I love I know them. You do. And I love this one. I, I knew and you I hope would. it works. I noticed I've. It's battery operated. I left it on, so I hope the batteries are not dead. To describe it, it is a uh, former United States president who thinks he is still the president, <laughs> and it says multiple hilarious phrases. Comb over his comb over flies his up hair when he flies speaks. Off his oh, head. it's so good! <laughs> and then the body shakes with the strength of a nuclear explosion. Now, I think you'll be able to hear this, okay, folks? But it's it's stupid, but it's also quite hilarious. He's got about. Ten things he says, and here's one of them. Oh, that one was made in China. <laughs> that Could one you hear was that? made in China. <laughs> uh, excuse me, that was ISIS, not me. <laughs> that was ISIS, not me. <laughs> here's another one. That is so wrong. Take this, Putin. Now that's one now, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Now is the yeah. He should have said like, "Take this, Pelosi." Is that is that you know. is the fart sound consistent? Is it just the same fart sound, or is it a variety? Of fart? Uh, Not that I really. If care. you're just joining us, welcome <laughs> to meet the press. Know why so. I even care? But to know, but well, let's try another one. Let's see if it's consistent. Here's my next tweet. <laughs> I call it a twoot. Trademark. A twoot. <laughs> It's the dumbest uh, yeah. thing. Except he's been banned. But he's you know been who, banned from Twitter, so that's a small detail. Yeah, you, but you know who doesn't love this? Your wife. My dog. Oh, my dog goes why? crazy. He sees. He just sees this thing. And he thinks it's a person. 
it, I should describe it. It's a little doll. It sits about two feet high. Oh, it's pretty tall the, doll. I did. I thought it was a smaller, yeah, tall. smaller doll. Maybe it's a okay. foot high. Maybe it's a foot and a half. But he thinks it's a little human, <laughs> and uh, whether he's reacting to, to his recognition of who it is or uh, or what, I don't know. But he hates this thing, so that's why I didn't have it in oh, the room with me got it. a moment ago because I have to hide. So it So even from if it's him, just sitting there, um, inanimate and not doing anything, your dog will yeah. react to it. He doesn't like it, and, and when it does, uh, when it does speak. <laughs> I'll make Mexico pay for that one, too. <laughs> that was funny, actually. That one was funny. <laughs> That's a pretty, it's a pretty good impression, too. I, I, I think it's funny. It's, I know. It's very I silly. Know. And it's another in a long line of very <laughs> funny, odd things from, <sighs> you know, uh, Billy Basses to you name yeah, it. Yeah, I think uh, the Billy uh, Bass was the, the original dumb adult toy. Yeah. It was. In fact, I had, I think, upwards of six Billy Basses at one time. I've gotten rid of all of them. I said, I don't I don't want any more of these, and I want people to stop giving me these. You know, the idea that that's how they think of you. Oh, Cashman, he's an idiot. He'll love this. See, yeah. I, I don't think of you like that, but I know you'll love I saw it, and I went, oh, Pat will love this. But the, it's not, well, I, yeah. I don't look at it and go, oh, Pat's an idiot. He'll love this. But um, anyway, so... There you go. Well, Happy not everybody would love. Not everybody would love you that. You are the of course, only uh, person, either because of it. Yeah, you're the only person I can yeah. buy these things for. So thank you. Yeah, and I could buy that for you too. Come to think, but you'd never display it. Whereas me, I'm going to proudly put it on display no. here. In the past, you have given me uh, a pen holder <laughs> of this same <laughs> president, where the pen is sticking out of the rear end. Uh, that's where you put the pen, and then there's a back scratcher I think that was you a gave pencil me. Sharpener, I think that was what that was. I you think, think it, was it a is pencil sharpener? <laughs> oh, I, I've never tried it. I'll See, have to try that. And then what was the other thing? Uh, it was a uh, bra- back scratcher. Oh, yeah. I have that on the other side of the room. Uh, again, and it says tiny hands, and it's a tiny hands back scratcher. Uh, See, oh, yeah. they're, to me, I think these are collectibles. Yeah. I think someday they're going to be uh, right. just increased you in value. You should not have gotten rid because of Because it was bass. a cultural yeah. phenomenon. You should yeah. have gotten rid of the, I bet an original Billy Bass. I bet on eBay. Yeah. I'm going to look that up. I'm going to yeah. see how much. In- yeah, maybe so. Anyway, I yeah, want to yeah, get yeah, back yeah, to yeah. Norm Macdonald uh, for yeah. just a moment because uh, he he was just uh, so funny. But he got himself in trouble. I think most of the nation got to know him when he was doing the weekend update on Saturday Night yeah. Live, and he was he was fearless <laughs> in right. doing it. He eventually got fired. Because one of the big brass at NBC was a guy named Don Olmeyer. And Don happened to be a really good friend and maintained a friendship with O.J. Simpson. And Norm MacDonald could not stop making the O.J. jokes. 
like this. O.J. Simpson's new fitness video was released this week, and hitting the shelves next week, Simpson's newest video, Dorf on Stocking. <laughs> And this. According to retailers, the most popular Halloween mask this year is O.J. Simpson. And the most popular Halloween greeting is, I'll kill you and that guy who's bringing over your glasses, or treat. <laughs> and finally. And the Pope came out with a book this week, which contains a series of essays examining faith and morality in today's secular world and the changing role of the Catholic Church as it approaches the 21st century. The book is entitled, God himself told me that O.J. is guilty. Although I don't think Olmeyer ever owned up to it. He fired, he had Norm MacDonald fired. Wow. Uh, because uh, he just uh, he just couldn't take uh, the jokes. Uh, so, I mean, he knew he was going to get fired, but he just kept firing away at those jokes. But that's the best job, arguably, on Saturday Night Live, is being the weekend update person, because that's the only person on the show that can act, that actually gets to say their name every week, so you know yeah. who it is. And he, I thought he was great at it, and sort of, kind of changed the trajectory of how they do a weekend update mm -hmm. date now. The jokes were much bolder, much more outrageous, much more political oh, yeah. than they used to be when Chevy Chase was basically, you know, just doing slapstick right. stuff. So. Yeah, it was cool. Uh, but uh, then, but Norm Macdonald uh, always, in his heart, was a stand-up comedian, and he would just kill it when he was on talk shows. Conan O'Brien, most notably, this is one of his greatest shaggy dog stories. <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's office. A moth goes into a podiatrist's office. Right. You are correct. <laughs> a moth goes into a podiatrist's office, mm -hmm. and uh, the podiatrist's office says, "What's the problem?" And the moth says, what's the problem? Where do I begin, man? He goes, I go to work for uh, Gregory Olinovich, and uh, all day long I work. <laughs> Honestly, Doc, I don't even know what I'm doing anymore. I don't even know if Gregory Olinovich knows. He only knows that he has power over me, and that seems to bring him happiness. But I don't know. I wake up in a malaise, and I, I walk here and there. And the podiatrist says, oh, yeah? And the moth goes, yes. And he goes, uh, at night I, I sometimes wake up and I turn to some old lady in my bed that's on my arm, a lady that I once loved, Doc. I, I don't know where to turn to, my youngest, Alexandria. She, she fell in the, in, the, in the cold of last year. Mm -hmm. The cold took her down, as it did many of us. <laughs> and my other boy... <laughs> and this is the hardest pill to swallow, Doc. My other boy, Gregario <laughs> Ivinolitovich. I no longer love him. <laughs> as much as it pains me to say, when I look in his eyes... All I see is the same cowardice that I, that I catch when I take a glimpse of my own face in the mirror. If only the cowardice was stronger, then perhaps... Perhaps I could bring myself to reach over to that cocked and loaded gun that lays on the bedside behind me. 
And then this hellish facade once How long a drive was this? <laughs> do you live in the valley? Where do you live? Please, sorry. He says, Doc. Sometimes I feel like a spider, even though I'm a moth. Just barely hanging on to my web with an everlasting fire underneath me. I'm not feeling good. And so the, moth, the, the doctor says, Moth, man, you're troubled. But you should be seeing a psychiatrist. Why on earth did you come here? And then the moth said, Because the light was on. Man, he's going to be missed. I know they say that about everybody. Oh, man, Hitler, he's going to be missed. But uh, this, guy, this guy, Norm MacDonald, really... Yeah, he was so special. young too. Um, Sixty-one. Yeah, passed away at sixty-one. Yeah, so. yeah. And uh, from Canada right. originally, they we've got a lot of good uh, comedic uh, talent. Uh, no healing from Canada. That's pretty much where they yeah. they they breed them and raise them, and then we get to benefit from them down no here. So. Yeah. Marty Short, one, uh, another one of my favorites, yeah. hails from he, Canada. Uh, Martin Short and Steve um, Martin he, have a new uh, series on. Um, I, Hulu, I think it is I Hulu. Think. It's a murder. Murder. I, I've got it on my watch list. It actually looks pretty good. So, how well do you know your neighbors? You see many of them every day, but have you ever wondered what goes on behind their doors? Every true crime story is actually true for someone, and this is just occurring to you. I think we should just hit him with the charm. Good. Excellent. So I'll take the lead on this. Excuse me? Well, I can turn on the charm. Is it on now? It's just warming up. Do you, have you subscribed to Hulu? I do, but the nice thing about Hulu is you can turn it off and on. Like, because I don't always... There's so many streaming things. I had to stream Apple TV because I wanted to watch um, the Jason Sudeikis series, uh... What is that called? I've lost it. There's too much yeah, good there's stuff. There's a lot of really good stuff. So it's like the AMP yeah, on Minimart. Exactly. Uh, Ted Lasso. Yeah, that's too much the good uh, stuff. that's the series. Yeah, yeah. Which, which yeah, is yeah. actually that's right. really that's right. very sweet. Very, very sweet. Yeah, I've heard he's like a he's like a guy from the south that is gets a job coaching soccer in that, Britain. Yeah, and he doesn't Isn't know anything it? about the sport, and he's just just a yeah. It's a lovely character. So yeah, that's what I've heard of. Yeah, I'll have to you'll check like out. it. Yeah, I wanted like to it. subscribe to the Disney Channel just because they have a uh, they had uh, the production of Hamilton on the Disney oh. Channel. Uh, sometimes you just want to cherry right. pick things just yeah. for one show. And then and they get out. I know. Of there's it. like a lot of stuff canceled. on HBO Max that I want to see, but I don't. I don't want yeah, to yeah. subscribe to that. Too. I mean, that stuff adds up. I know it's like five bucks, six bucks, ten bucks a month, but you know, you get ten streaming services going, and that just adds up. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I'm not made of money, people. No, despite yeah. what you may think, I'm not. She's made not of made money. of money. Hey, there was a thing on Facebook, and I'm rarely yeah, on Facebook, too. but other people are, and they show me things. They said, hey, have you seen this? And uh, there was a question posed on Facebook. It's one of those that goes around, you know. And it said, if you, how did they put it? If you could invite only one person to a dinner party and you 
you are willing to bet that that person will come late to the dinner party, you will receive a million dollars if you are right. Who would you invite? I know exactly who I would invite. Yeah, me. <laughs> and that's what they said. Yes, I would invite you. Yeah. A couple, three people said Pat Cashman without any explanation. And I realized um, some years ago that I had that reputation of always being late all the time. And you and I have talked about this in yeah. the past, but I've never been able to put my finger on why I am always late. People would say, I mean, I had this reputation, you know, I, I do a lot of voiceovers for radio commercials okay. and things. And one time there, I was supposed to be at, the, they said the, the, uh, the session will begin at 10 a.m. And so I come walking yeah. in and everybody's already there. And they, and I said, oh, hey, hi. Is it, sorry, I'm late. And they said, no, you're not late. We we actually have this session scheduled for 10.15. <laughs> and here you are at 10.11. So you're actually four minutes early. Oh. They had to trick me to How be on time for it. That? And that, and I just, I felt yeah. terrible. I don't want that reputation. Well, yeah, we, you have to accommodate this idiot. And I realized it's rude to other people who are on time, uh, you know, an agency that is paying for the studio time for a guy to be perennially late. All right, that's not your worst. So I tried to, of all the horrible, I tried to figure out why. Character flaws you could have, that is definitely one I can deal with. I don't, uh, we, I still well, love you anyway. And so what? So well, what? Thank you. I mean, I, there are jobs that you and I had, like uh, morning radio. Where I was never late, but I was usually right on time or maybe even a little early. But that's because you if I left the house at a certain time, I knew I would be at the right. radio station at an exact time because right. there's no traffic. Very in that few variables time of the when you're driving at four thirty in the morning or four in the morning. Not yeah, exactly. And I realized I grew up in a small town that the first job I had out of town was in Eugene, Oregon. And then my next job was in Boise, Idaho. And so I spent a lifetime figuring, well, I, I can leave at this time and I'll be there on time. But then I moved to Seattle where we have some of the worst traffic mm -hmm. in the world. And I never accounted for that. And so I would I would never leave enough time for myself to get somewhere still operating on the mm -hmm. small town mentality that I'm going to just though, get in my car and I'll be there in 10 minutes. Even though it's been you over and over and over. <laughs> I know, I know. There's no excuse for okay. it. I know. It's I just, right. I, uh, it's, it is a something I continue to work at, but it is maddening. Not so much that I do it, but that I have the reputation oh. for doing it. That they have to, people yeah. have to figure out. Okay, well, here comes Cashman. So let's put another oh. half hour. One, uh, one, we'll tell Cashman to get here at ten, and everybody else, why don't you show up oh. at ten thirty? today and I, you were very gracious about it I but I I feel terrible when people are waiting around for me to get my ass in gear and it was it was a technical issue no. but still I should have been ready to go I shouldn't have been farting around with with settings on my computer and I was ready to go because you I texted you I said I'm just I'm ready whenever and and then I started yeah. farting around with things and I screwed everything up so I felt terrible that you had to sit on your hands for half an hour but you but that was an accident i no, mean that I, was that was unlike you that was unusual for you you're always yeah, yeah. on time uh, i you know i have this thing i've talked about it before like if i have mm -hmm. a doctor's appointment at 10 o'clock i want to get there exactly 10 o'clock because i don't want to yeah. sit in the waiting room 
for 15 minutes. I want to go get straight in and straight out. And, uh, anyway, it's it's a character flaw, well, and I must work on that. It's not the worst thing that to. you could have about you. You could be you could be a lot more hateful, and you're not. It's okay. Well, let me thank you. You're very forgiving. Um, you know my uh, wife, right? I know one of them, <clears throat> Patty. Yeah. Yeah, the main that's one. The, that's my current wife. <laughs> that's, yeah. I, I was thinking about this the other day. I don't know how many people out there that, that are married or have significant others that have a other person that does stuff like this. This happened a couple of weeks ago. And this is just a, an example. It's it's pretty typical of her. Uh, we're at the grocery store and we're in the produce section. And Oh, can I stop you there? Yes, go ahead. I think it's adorable that you guys shop together. Well, sometimes. Like, yeah, I sometimes. think that's adorable. So it's not because usually when I'm in the grocery store, I don't see couples shopping. You do occasionally, but it's usually just one person that's doing the shopping. So you haven't sent her out to do the grocery shopping or she hasn't sent you out. You do it together. Well, sometimes. So and, that, and that is because she knows how to shop and I don't. For example, she gives me a list. Let's say yeah. uh, I need some bread. I'm gonna need some butter. Uh, we, go get a go get a pie. Uh, mm-hmm. Go get a bunch of bananas and get some milk. Okay. So what I do That's is I look easy. at the list and I start at the top. Okay, uh, milk. Okay. <laughs> so I go down and I get the milk. Then I go. Okay, a uh, bunch of bananas. So then I go down to the produce section and get the bananas. Oh no! I see yeah. Where so you're going. so I'm <laughs> darting all over the store instead of doing it methodically, saying, "Okay, I got to get milk and butter, so I'll get them both because they're both right next to each other." No, I don't then, think that way. And then three hours later, you're still yeah. at home, and she's like, "What the hell? Where I gave we? you five things to buy." I was about to send out a search party. Where you been? You stupid, stupid, stupid. You're stupid all the time. So she doesn't send me to get groceries unless she doesn't mind me being three hours to get, you know, a donut. (laughs) Okay. So anyway, so you guys are in the produce section. Yeah. So this is just some, this is the kind of relationship we have. This is the kind of person she is. So we're in the produce section and she says, do you know what those, Lisa, do you know what dragon fruit is? Um, I've heard of it, and they look weird. Yeah. I've heard, of, and I heard they're delicious, but I've never ate one. Have you? No, I don't think I've ever ate one. But yeah. they are—they are spiky. They have yeah. these spikes sticking out of them. Yeah. And so she goes, Cashman, think mm-hmm. quick. And I turn oh. around, and she's tossed it across the room, across the <laughs> produce aisle, to me to catch. Knowing <laughs> it, it's going to, I'm either going to have to drop it because it, or it's going to really hurt. Oh and my so God. I catch it. I mean, that's what she does to me, Lisa. She does this stuff all the time. <laughs> Why do you go shopping with her? I, I would don't say know. no the next time. She's always doing that. Hey, Cashman, think quick stuff to me all the time. <laughs> and so, but that keeps you on your toes. Well, yeah, but geez, I, uh, you know, I'm going to drop nervous, some stuff. You're, you're, you're a nervous know, wreck. You're yeah, I am a levels. nervous wreck. Now, she <laughs> usually doesn't throw things that are going to break, but sometimes yeah. she does. She yeah. threw a... a bottle of syrup at me the other day. Oh. Cashman, think quick. Luckily, I caught it, but with one hand. Wow. When we're at home, for example, uh, in the evening, we're going to have a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. I'll get up and, you know, leave the room for a second. I get back and my glass is almost empty. <laughs> and she has switched glasses, poured just a drop into an identical looking glass and <laughs> hidden my real glass someplace else. And That's just brilliant. And she just waits 
uh, and waits till I say, "Hey, wait a minute! What the what, what? the heck?" So and then oh, she makes dummies as well. She'll make a dummy in the bed. Oh. Uh, that's not her, and she'll be hiding behind the door and stuff. Now. <laughs> We've been married for, I, I'm, I'm not going to kid you, we've been married for over four decades. Yeah. That's a long, yeah. long time it to be married. It is a long time, and congratulations. Do, well, don't you think, but I mean, what? don't you think that you would set aside childish things? First Corinthians chapter 13, verse 11, which states, When I was a child, I spoke as a child. I understood as a child. I thought as a child, but when I became a man, I put away childish things. Oh, no. That's probably why you've been married for so long, because you're not bored by one another. Do you ever see those couples in a restaurant? I think she's pretty bored with me. (laughs) She's just trying to spice things up. Do you ever see those sad couples in a restaurant are just looking off into the distance? They're sitting freaking two feet apart from one another, and there's like zero happening there. I know. I can't ever imagine that with you. I don't even want to talk about people that are looking at their phones while they're sitting right next to people, other people yeah. Yeah. that they're with. Yeah, we don't do that. So I got to be on my toes. I guess it's good to be on your toes all the time. Keep them on the toes, your business out of sight. Make them look left if you're going to hang around. If the pot's hot, don't let them see your head. Make them got to know what they wouldn't understand. The best thing you can do. When the ignorance shows, is walk on to your own feet. Keep them on their toes. I don't have to tell it, cause y'all already know. Walk on to your own feet. And keep them on their toes. I think it is time for us, uh, because I've played a lot of Norm McDonald to put the wraps yeah. on this particular go-around. All right. And rather than me tell our traditional joke, mm-hmm. I thought I'd, I'd let Norm MacDonald ha- do the heavy lifting oh, here. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, this is one of my all-time faves. And again, it's not just about the joke. It's about the, the joke telling that he was so great at. I love the timbre of his voice, mm-hmm. the rhythm of it, <laughs> and his attitude. And he could get away with saying stuff that other you'd raise an eyebrow with anybody else, but he always could disarm you with that smile of his. He was very oh, charming and a good-looking guy when he was young too. Yeah, I had a cry, had a crush on him. Still have a crush on him. Well, not anymore, but yeah, I always he was my crush. I just loved him. And my plumber looks a lot like Norm Macdonald, but uh, my plumber's married, so there you go. Oh shoot. Yeah. Well, here's Norm from an appearance. <laughs> on Conan O'Brien. I, I've never asked you this before, and we've been good friends for many years. Ah. Okay, I made that up, but... No. Uh, <laughs> we haven't? No, no, we're friends. We're good friends, but I don't know what your... I'm McDonald, is that Irish? Is that Scottish? What's your ethnic background? My ethnic uh, background is Polish. Are you really Polish? <laughs> wow. Polish people I didn't realize that. Yeah. McDonald, you don't... Well, my, my parents changed their names. They right. had to because of the constant ribbing they'd get for being polish you know mm-hmm. and uh so they changed their name to mcdonald but uh you know it's one of the things that you can you know i mean i get a little upset about it you know because uh, you know All you the can't polish jokes and yeah stuff. you can't make jokes about other people but for some reason you make jokes about polish people you know right right i don't like it right <laughs> uh, you shouldn't that sounds yeah. bad yeah i mean i had an experience you know 
I go in uh, uh, and, I, and I order a, a Polish sausage, mm -hmm. you know, from mm -hmm. this guy, you know. Mm -hmm. And uh, so the guy says to me, oh, oh, uh, you must be Polish. And I said, come on, man. I mean, come on. Think about it, what you're saying. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to knock some sense into this fellow's head, maybe give him a, a wider world view, you know? Sure, yeah, yeah. I said, you think because I order a Polish sausage, I'm Polish. I, I said, what if somebody came in here and ordered French toast? Would you, would you think he was French, you know? Right. right. And what if somebody came in here and ordered a, why, why a Belgian waffle? Would you consider that guy uh, a Belgian, mm -hmm. you know? I mean, I mean, I mean if, if a guy came in and ordered a, a German bratwurst, would you, would you consider that fellow to be a, a German fella? Right, right. I said, what if a guy came in and ordered German potato salad? I suppose you'd think he was German, too. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You know? What if a guy, I said, what if a guy... Wow, you talked to this guy for a while. I, I'm telling you, man. This... With, with racists, you have to get through You have to, to really them. get it into their head. Right. I said, if a guy came in and he ordered a Cuban hamburger, are you going to assume he's a Cuban? Right, right, right. I said, I think it is absolutely ridiculous that just because I come in here, I order a Polish sausage, why would you jump to the fact that I'm Polish? Right. And the guy says to me, well, first of all, it's a hardware store. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Peculiar Podcast. Hey, goodbyes. <laughs> Join Pat and Lisa online at PeculiarPodcast.com. The gift that keeps on giving the whole year. And on the Peculiar Podcast Facebook fan page. Sweet. On Twitter at Peculiar Podcast, at Mr. Pat Cashman, and at Foster Chick. Join us and live in peace or pursue your present course and face obliteration.